Guys, the weather's getting warmer, so say goodbye to your jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe, so luckily I found Quince. And now I've got a beautiful lineup of timeless pieces that's going to keep me looking chic and fabulous year after year. I love their premium European linen dresses. You guys, this is what everybody's wearing. This is quiet luxury. I got these incredible blouses and shorts from $30. Also washable silk tops. Are you kidding me? You know I like my silk tops. So I got one in lavender and blue. I absolutely love them. You'll see them on the show. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and gives the savings to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real-life mister segment, serial data, and serial sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real-life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo-woo. Heather McDonald. Juicy Scoop. Hello, and welcome to Juicy Scoop. The fans are Getting what they want. Yeah. I have Chris Frangiola back. Welcome, Chris Frangiola, Thank to you. the Juicy Scoop program. Thank you very much. I'm so <laughs> I feel like I haven't been here in forever, so it is all new. Well, we've had the holidays. You've traveled. I know. Um, yes, ask, we're in you know, the news. People ask about our relationship. Where are we? I get a lot of people. What is going on with you and Heather? And I was like, well, nothing. I mean, Heather and I are fine. We're good. Yes, we're, we're just too we're busy just, adults. We're just too busy adults. And uh, but no, we text each other yeah. when there's something that's mm-hmm. significant, yeah. there's something something that we want to secretly shit on. Right. Exactly. And we when we text each other, or, yeah, about those or I send you a DM reel uh-huh. or whatever, or right. like, look at this asshole. Yeah. And that's really what an adult professional relationship in Hollywood is about is can you send um, snarky reels to each other and you know and you don't have to even say anything all right and and also not (laughs) I think it's just ever not just Hollywood adult relationships friendships yes uh, it means you see each other three times a year I mean that's basically otherwise you just see your family whether you like them or not that's what you do and you got to do you just got to do the appointed rounds you know right the daughter take her to school pick her up take her back Pick her up, take her back, take her to. Of course, Mike. I'm. I'm now You're out of that. Uh, yeah, I know. My oldest is now. My youngest is now 18. I know. Just I just last week, like right? I fucking killed it. I I yeah. can't believe I've accomplished what I've accomplished. Good that for I you. have three kids that are. Mackenzie came to. We had a little birthday party at Lucille's. 
he and his three friends sat at one table and a couple of the parents that, that you know, we've known forever. And no, the boys didn't have their phones out. It was four men having a wow. conversation, talking. And listen, I didn't think I'd be here. There yeah. were many a times I was like, I fucking failed. I wasn't there when they were little. I now they're right. why didn't I do this? Why didn't I choose this school? Why didn't I put them in this program? Why didn't I hold them back? Whatever the questions. Right. So far, so good. Really, really working out. Mackenzie has a new job that she's starting on Friday. Really? Yes. This she's going to be a PA exciting. on a very uh, happening show, which I'll tell you about later. I don't okay. want the trolls to come and yeah. try to Get kidnap her. her. Right. And uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Drake's doing great. Junior in college. He had two friends that came to visit that were complete total delights. One's a year older, already has a job lined up in automotive engineering and is going to has a job. And it's like, I'm like, where are you going to live? He's like, I've been saving up my money for my summer jobs. I'm going to put a down payment on a house. I'm like, oh, my God. How did I like very, very happy that. Well, congratulations, because I and I'm going to admit that I was wrong because when they were growing (laughs) up, I was concerned about the bacon and milk intake. And uh, it turns out, oh and God. the chocolate chip pancake intake. It turns out they're, they've, look at them now. I mean. Well, you know what? I was always concerned about the fact, being a horrible mother, uh-huh. that they didn't eat the vegetables and all that shit. Right. And I'm like, how are they still, like, never having colds? Nothing's wrong with them. And they're right. just, like, meat and cheese. I used to, like, dream that they'd eat broccoli. And then I, but I tell myself, I go, one day they're going to be shamed into, like, eating other stuff by their peers or uh-huh. girlfriend or whatever. And like one day, Brandon was just like, you know, no, I want to eat healthier. And he like started jogging and like, you know, like trying different things and starting to cook and can totally cook for himself. And, 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 you know, I mean, I encourage it, but I also like, it also kind of came upon themselves and I'm like, God, it is, it is pretty great. And so we're going to go look at Oregon, Oregon State, Utah. He got into all those schools. Really? And we'll see. Okay. I think now that he got into all these schools, I'm like, are you sad that you didn't even try for any California schools? And he's like, maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to go. It's going to be really cold and whatever. We'll see. That's, you know, but he's. Well, I have a four-year-old, so it's a whole different world. I just Well, there to... won't be a world. I know. No, exactly. That, you don't have to well, worry that's about what it. We, my wife's always telling me about colleges. I'm like, colleges? Who's going to be some AI robot doing everything for us? She doesn't. You know, like that's not, that's a whole different world, and we don't even worry about Who that. Who knows? Yeah, we're worried about like the next school, and we have to go to like interviews for the oh, next. Oh, because school. you're entering kindergarten next. Oh, well, I don't, there's yeah. seven kindergartens. There's right. Kindergarten one, kindergarten two. I'm like, what? What is she in now? I have no idea what grade she's in. I like. I feel like this is kindergarten because they're. No, I think she's in pre-K. But what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> they're finger painting. It's not like they're doing anything, you know, of, of substance. It's just dumb. Yeah. They're painting rocks and shit. Well, I just want to say, I remember when Brenda was in preschool and we had this big sit-down meeting Yeah. because they thought there was something wrong with him because he would climb on the outside of the plaything, like he was doing it a different way. Yeah. And then when he would fall, he he didn't, he wasn't overly sad about it, you know, right. or then he'd get up and don't go do something else. And they're like, maybe he has some like sensory issue or something. And so I go, oh, my God. So they give us this piece of paper saying all their concerns about him. And I go home and I have my that day. My parents were still living next door. So they came to babysit. And Peter and I like went to a dinner. and We came back. And my dad was like, wow. I read that report about Brandon. And that is incredible. And I go, 
You mean the one where he might have like sensory issues and something's yeah. wrong with him? He's like, no. In his like World War II Marine mind, that showed that he was like a little badass that oh. was thinking outside of the box. And also when he got hurt, didn't really give a shit. Came up, yeah, right. All right. So just... anyway, it turned out he was fine. <laughs> so it was like all these young moms right. like, my God, there's just so many things to worry about. And like, just like have faith. Well, have I'm doing, faith yeah, we're interviewing that you're a good a mom and hopefully it'll all fall into place. Maybe not in the timeline of your neighbor. Yeah. You know? Like the one I'm my, a dad, though. Yes. Yeah, I'm a good, you know. <laughs> what do you mean I'm a dad? No, you said you you're, you just have faith you'd be a good oh, mom. Oh, good, good parent. Good yeah, parent. Right, that right. You're a good, you're right, exactly. Yeah. You're, that you're a good parent and you're there and, like, there's going to be phases and there's going to be ups and downs. But it's going to- I feel to... like I'm there more than most dads. And I don't, I'm not going to speak for everybody, yeah. but I feel like I, I want a little more credit than, than I'm getting in the household because I'm there a lot. I am there. Believe me. I'm doing things. In the household, you're getting it from the outside people. Because at least in, in my day, you know, it was Peter that was like having to pick them up from school and stuff. And right. then everyone just thought he was the greatest thing that ever lived. And then he headed up this golf tournament that made more money than the three-day carnival. Right. Because he like is a dude and worked out the profit. And was yeah. like, this is a more profitable thing than having everybody... Try to, you know, yeah, throwing make water 25 cents off of like yeah. a, a little game. Yeah. And so then, you know, they were just thought he was the greatest thing. And I'm like, well, I'm still doing everything yeah. too, though. Like, I'm still like, yeah, you got to get some credit. And like, it all works out. Listen, anyway, well, come good. together for the kids. That's if what they're we're still doing. on the, we're going to get into a few things and how the world is ending in a minute. A Real Housewives of Salt Lake, we, we finished the season, we finished the reunion. I have to talk about it. Okay. There was this girl, Monica, that I've <clears> talked lots about. Right. She was. A, she turned out she was an internet troll. Oh, she oh, was a I full heard about internet it. troll. That, she had a name or something, right? A uh, reality Vontis. Yeah, reality. Who Von went Tees. after the girls? Really, she went after Jen Shaw, who she tried to be Jen Shaw's assistant because she was wanted to be on the show, and she was like, "Jen Shaw's on the show. I want to be on the show." She's in prison now. Yeah, and and but but this is before she was in prison, oh. and she was like, "Kim Kardashian made it because she was." You know, um, An Paris, Paris's organizer or assistant, basically, yeah. uh, um, to do her closet. I'm going to weasel my way in that way. Well, in it, she claims, I realized what a horrific person she was. And I started to record her. And I also had, I also suggested that she get cameras in her home. Right. But when she hooked it up, the cameras came to Monica's phone. So then Monica sets up this fake account, this, you know, troll account anonymous called but Real Montes. And in it, she starts releasing a video of Jen Shaw, now convicted criminal of stealing from old people for 20 years, screaming at her um, designer and her staff and being a horrific person. Okay. So I discover it and I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, and I start corresponding with person. I'm like, who are you? I thought she was, I thought it was the male designer. She claims a few of them were on it. She gets, <clears throat> she gets on the show. But also during the time, she would also post all this awful stuff about the other cast members under the guise of, look at the awful thing that Jen Shaw said about Heather Gay. But then she would show it like 15 times that she called Heather Gay Shrek or something awful. Right. So, you know, a lot of them didn't really like this account. Then the account goes dark as far as she doesn't post anymore because she gets cast. She acts like she's friends with everybody and all this other stuff. And then the final scene is when... 
Heather Gay realizes what she has done. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's pretty dramatic moment in reality TV. And it's it's pretty. So then they have the reunion. And instead of her being like, you guys, I wanted to be on the show. I did this shady fucking thing. But I did really like you guys. And I feel really bad about it. She just doubled down. Monica's just doubling down. And she's like, so what? Like, I, you know, so what? You're awful, too. And, like, they, the production knew that I had a troll account. And Andy's like, um, no, they did not. We would have never hired you if we did. So then she kind of realized, mm, maybe that wasn't the lie to tell. So yesterday they announced, no, she's not coming back. Okay. Which I think is the right thing because they're, they all are like, we hate her. We're never going to film with her. Yeah. She's the worst. Like, how can we trust her when she was – and she put out lies and all this stuff about all these other people. Then Heather Gay finally admits that it was Jen Shaw, the convicted criminal, who gave her this black eye last season. They all got drunk and hung out. One morning she woke up with a black eye and she and Jen Shaw acted like they didn't know how she got the black eye. And people were like, did Jen Shaw get mad at you and punch you? And she was like, no, 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 no. I don't know. I What happened? Then she goes on a, a book tour and she kind of jokes about what could have happened, but she never says it. And then yesterday they finally go, so Jen Shaw did get a black eye. She goes, yes. And they show like this footage where you can't hear them, but it sounds like it could be them working out the scheme that Jen Shaw gave the black eye. And that was it. And I'm like, but you never explained why she gave you the yeah, black well, did eye. They fight or like, did they get fight? Like, I was like, I needed to hear something like we got really wasted and I said something and she jokingly hit me. I didn't think it was a big deal. And I woke up and the next day I had a black, di- a black eye. But I didn't want to say that she did it because I didn't want people to think that she was more violent than she was. Like, I still feel like we don't have the answer. Right. And I think she's being careful because Jen Shaw is a badass who's in prison. Sure. And I do think that is scary because they could meet somebody in prison. I mean, that's send what her after her. Yeah, they yeah. could send somebody after her or she could be sued or whatever. Yeah. So um, that there's the whole thing. I think it is uh, amazing because they, you know, the they and then, oh, and then Heather Gay says to Andy, which I thought was interesting. She goes, Andy, you know that every housewife in every franchise says the only bad thing about this job is the horrible social media trolls and fans that go after you and are anonymous and all this stuff and and then now we have one in our cast like we cannot it's like having a terrorist like hanging out at your home like it's just so I agreed with all of that and I thought um she did a good job and then I also thought thought that Lisa Barlow was like Andy I feel like you don't even care what we've been through and so she's not coming back she'll probably go on some other housewives not housewives some other reality show like villains or traitors or something mm-hmm. yeah and that's it so i had to feel that i had i know you don't care but i had to i don't know it's I not that i don't care it I just, it's not but my i know but i just want to say it was kind of juicy because it you was might about as well the social speaking media. chinese that last eight minutes i but i know but it's okay because otherwise what are they going to do no no no. you're right so she got the boot and here's the get black guy oh that's okay. her with the Guys, the weather's getting warmer, so say goodbye to your jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe, so luckily I found Quince. And now I've got a beautiful lineup of timeless pieces that's going to keep me looking chic and fabulous year after year. I love their premium European linen dresses. You guys, this is what everybody's wearing. This is quiet luxury. 
I got these incredible blouses and shorts from $30. Also washable silk tops. Are you kidding me? You know I like my silk tops. So I got one in lavender and blue. I absolutely love them. You'll see them on the show. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and gives the savings to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash juicy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash juicy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash juicy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so now let's talk about the other um, Oscar nominations. Oscar nominations. Right. The big, the thing that the only thing you really have to know is that um, the director of Barbie was not nominated, and uh, Margot Robbie, Robbie, the the star of Barbie, was not nominated. However, America Fierro was nominated for for best supporting. And then also Ryan Gosling was uh, nominated for the man. For, was he was he supporting. supporting? Yeah, supporting. And so basically, the Oscars is like, what could be Barbie two? Like it's right. basically the storyline of like we put this all together, we made the most money, and we still didn't get the two women didn't get nominated, and the guy did. Right. Which it's all okay. Here's my opinion. Please of this. give your opinion. Uh. First of all, the Oscars at this point, let's face it, it's, 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 it doesn't have the pomp and circumstance or whatever it once did. It feels like it's lost a, a step over the past few years. For whatever reason, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. And uh, so for that reason, we need to get as many eyes on it as possible. That's all the, the Oscars is for. It's for ratings. So when they have voting, whatever, the Academy votes, and they get these votes and they count them all up and there's not... Just change it. It's not. This is not the presidency. You know, just like um, Greta Gerwig Wait, didn't get enough wasn't, nomination. Wasn't this the Oscars where they used to be like, and now we have <clears> yeah, they the, bring out the accountants. The accountants. They bring out like their old fashioned suitcases. <laughs> Two guys come out. They got a chain to their arm or something. Price Waterhouse accountants. And it was always like nobody cares about the votes. People want to see. Uh, Margot Robbie in a dress on ABC. That's what we want. So if she doesn't have enough votes, when you look at it, you're dumb. Well, you know, she she still could win an Oscar for Best Picture because she but, is a producer. Okay, like, yeah. all but that still aside. not not as fun as Best yeah. Actress. Yeah, not as fun. You just change it because there's been a few every year. There's a big snub like this. This seems to be a cra- real big yeah. one, but there's always one, and it's just like, well, that's the person we want to see. And right. You're all looking for ratings on this, so just. Change it to Margot Robbie at the bottom. You know, I, I don't know how many people actually vote. Are we talking thousands? I'm not exactly sure how the academy works. But I works. mean, I really do think that if if these people voted, really watched all the movies, which I certainly did not, right, and they had to pick, 
Is it yeah. 10 for each category now? Or no, is it just it's only 10, 10 best, best pictures. It's, so it's like could six. Could be up to 10. Okay, but it it's like six less. for the normal categories. Five. Or something. Five. So that's not a lot. No. So if you saw everything and then you really thought about like whose performance really moved you, and most likely, uh, probably still 80% of the voting people, maybe not 80, but... Um, a good majority might be older and might be men and or even older women might not feel like this Barbie movie was the greatest thing they ever saw. Right. And so they're like, no, I'm going to vote for um, the old swimmer. What's her name? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Annette, it can, Benning. Annette Benning. Yeah. Annette Benning got nominated for being this. Swim, yeah. She's a lesbian swimmer, right? <laughs> yes. Exactly. And so she swam and swam and swam and swam and like right. good for her. Yeah. I'm sure she was amazing. Uh-huh. Look, listen. It is. I can't bring myself to watch these movies. I'm like. Which ones? I haven't watched any of them. Well, I like, what did you watch? I watched. You watch of any? course, I watched May December, which was snubbed because that was about the Mary Kay Letourneau right. story. Which is, there's only a few stories in life that I'm obsessed with. Right. So that, yeah, Mary Kay Letourneau, Oppenheimer, Men- not Menendez your thing. Brothers, okay, Scott Peterson, which is getting a reboot. And um, getting a reboot in real in real in real life because yeah, yeah. they have the LA Innocence projects yeah. and Betty Broderick. Those are the only stories that I will revisit <laughs> over and over and over again. Not Oppenheimer. Yeah. All right. Um, I will about, watch the what Oppenheimer. About the one about, what about Maestro? The one about not can I don't want to watch it. That seems like oh I, I my can't God. bring myself to see it. I don't want to see the flowers in the wind. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> And I know people are going to write in and be like, Heather, and you'll love it. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe yeah. I will bring myself to watch it. Maybe I'll really like put in my schedule. But every time I get in my bed or whatever and I have time to watch something and I whip out the – and I start to look at the overwhelming things, uh-huh. I go back to what I've been watching all week. I think everybody does. I think Which you just, is? Yeah, your phone. <laughs> my phone? I know. Like everybody. And then when I can finally put down my phone, right? my new obsession, which I talked about last week, is the return of 2010 Millionaire Matchmaker, L.A. Oh. It is. Like, oh, the old ones? Or it's so comforting. New- Patty Sanger looks like a completely different human. Yeah. And she has these two punkers that are working for her, trying to find millionaires. It's like the most produced fake thing. Right. Everyone has a sky top on. No one has eyelashes. Everyone has thin lips. Wait a minute. So this is the old, the actual yes! old ones. It's not a reboot yes! of it. Netflix of it. bought it. And I oh. cannot stop. I, I just, I can't. I, I, I like, there's something about that time of my life. It was like, we were at Chelsea lately and mm-hmm. my kids were little and I don't know. It's just like, wow. it's so bad. It's good. Okay. I can't. So, I mean, if I can turn that off and watch these Oscar nominees. I would think Kills of the Flower Moon might be better than that, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, gonna just I'm sure yeah. it is. But there's something about like finding it and putting it on. And then also I think when I would, back in the day when we would get the screeners yeah. and we would have DVD players and stuff, it kind of felt special. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, everybody else has to go no, to the movie that, theater. They'd have pay the FBI for... warning on the front, yeah. like you were you were, you're actually breaking the law. Right, and I, you... it was kind of like a like a, a flex. Yeah, where I was like, oh, saw that one, saw that one. You know, yeah, because we didn't have to go to a movie theater. We could actually just watch it in our house. Right. We got the DVD sent to us, and now everyone can watch it in their house. I know they can watch every single thing. Yeah, and there's no coup about it. There's did no you, flex. Did you see Air, the Nike movie? No. I think you'd like that. I think you'd like it. Check it out. Okay. Ben Affleck. 
I'm re- Matt Damon, I'm, I feel terrible, but I'm just others. being honest. I'm very authentic on the Juicy Scoop show, and I just didn't. I'm going to give anything. you two movies to watch, okay. and I think you're going to like both of them. Okay, I'll Air. Give you, I'll give you three. I'm going to give you Air. I'm going to give you a movie called Dumb Money about the because uh, they're interesting for several reasons. Okay, I heard about that one. Remember the whole thing about the people buying the stock for a GameStop. Game okay. It's about that. Okay, interesting story. And a one uh, about the guy who invented hot Cheetos. <laughs> And this is real. It's very good. Is it's that directed, a movie or doc? A movie directed by Eva Longoria. All right. Yeah. And it's the guy who came up with the hot Cheetos. And it's just, it's an interesting story. Okay. Three guys who like came up with a weird idea, Nike, yeah, Dumb Money, and Hot Cheetos. And they're all very good movies. All right. So there you go. That's my I did my watch Saltburn. That's not an Oscar nominee in my opinion. No, it's no, not. No, and it didn't get nominated for anything. Because no, yeah, no. I mean nobody but, but, nobody wants to see somebody n- fuck in the dirt or whatever. Like what? I somebody told me about it. I'm like, why do I need to watch that? And like he was licking cum out of his drain or something. I'm like, what? No, this it, is what I've heard. It is. It is not. Uh, you do not need to watch. Okay, it, because good. because the rest of it isn't that juicy. Like I kept like I kept going. Oh my god, this is going to be like one of those juicy rainy day movies. Like I'm so excited to see it. It's going to be like a talented Mr. Ripley. Like. And there wasn't enough of that juiciness. And then those three scenes that are so shocking, that are so, like, really gaggable, kind of just makes you not even appreciate the rest of it, where there were some funny lines and there were some cool moments. Right. But there just wasn't enough. You're like, what is this? And you're like, wait, is he gay? Is he straight? Are they rich? Are they satanic? Like, what the, what is, it was just like, I don't know, it wasn't good. I like the song, Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh, is that from Saltburn? Yeah, it's in it. Oh, I've heard it's that. It's in that. That's right. All right. Okay, moving. And Jimmy Kimmel's the host. He'll Jimmy Kimmel will be the host again. Fine. He gets the Who job cares? done. Yeah, he, he's perfect After for this, it. I mean, are we going to risk a person? Now, we, we talked a little before the show started. We haven't talked about it. I've Our friend about. Joe Coy. Yes. Yeah. And um, It seems like a, a old news now, it but is it was old a few news. weeks ago. Yeah. It is, it is old news. But I think in light of the Barbie thing, you know, that was a joke that everyone got really mad right. about. It is like there's... You know, um, whatever, based on a 700-page book and then uh, based on a doll with plastic boobies. Yeah. And, which also boobies is a word that Chelsea always used, so I feel like he picked it up right. in the last three years. as like, ha-ha, boobies. And, um, and it was just such a dumb joke. And then for this to happen where, again, it's like, ugh. Yeah, these men just think this is a you know a dumb movie about Barbie stuff, and guys just are like, if they if they don't like it, they don't want to go see it. And, Whether you, know. you liked Barbie or not, it doesn't. Barbie brought in a trillion dollars, right? And and this whole town is built on the fact that these movies need to make money, right? So the fact that the this movie brought people back into the theater, which is next to impossible these days, yes. For that reason alone, they should have been nominated for everything because. It's all everybody sitting in the seats at that night watching the Oscars is dependent upon these movies making money. I really think the way the movie thing has to work in the Barbies is like I talked about this before, but this past week it was the weekend I went to go see White Chicks at this thing Fork and Film. Okay. And much like the fancy movie theaters where you can eat during it, they serve you during it. It was like a, a pop up like at a little like restaurant. You could mm-hmm. the screen was great, the sound was great. Food was really yummy, creative menu that had to deal with, like, what you're watching on screen. Okay. And, you know, I brought Brandon and my my sister and her kids and my friend Kathleen. And it made it an event. And I think that's what happened with Barbie. It's like you need to make 
it uh, some kind of event like so right. either you're either it's a food thing or or it's a show that's like let's all dress up like barbie let's all then you know let's what makes it's like when i do a, a live show you know it's like what's so great is that the juicy scoopers get on a group text and go okay you guys should we get six tickets let's all go together right it's like about like getting a group together somehow. I and, agree. And not every movie is like that. And, and also, not every movie can be like the that. Other, the but... one that did get the most nominations is Oppenheimer. Uh, I think got 12 nominations. And the only reason Oppenheimer was the success that it was is because of Barbie. For whatever yes. reason, uh, it was all tag, uh, uh, Barbieheimer, uh, whatever it was. That's why. And Oppen... Selling Sunset helped it. Selling Sunset? Yeah, the Oppenheimer Tidy Twins. Oh, is that their name? Oh yeah, they have. That's their. Is that their their? No, it's Oppenheim Group. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Close enough. Yeah, those guys helped too. I'm sure. I think yeah, they yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah. I think they helped. I mean, they should be invited to the Oscars. Yeah. They really. You know what? Like, oh my God, if I was doing it, I <laughs> maybe not the Oscars, but maybe if I was in charge of like the Golden Globes or whatever, I would have invited those little twins. Why? Just for fun. No. Just for fun. <laughs> Just for uh, fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's my opinion on it. I mean, at this point, I think you almost have to correct it and say, all right, they're nominated. And then just give her the award for best director. Or all this talk will make people watch it. It's already made a trillion dollars. Yes. Like everybody's seen it. It's yeah. funny. You can always tell. It's the almost sequ- better that she wasn't nominated, the director, Greta, because then it's like, <clears throat> okay, motherfuckers. Yeah. Wait till you see my next one. Like, right. all, like, for herself, but also for the world, it's almost better that she wasn't that she is not going to win for this. Yeah, because you know it's going to make the, her next project that hopefully like she's going to be that much more. Into I often it. wonder if they care about because Leonardo DiCaprio is also snubbed right. for Kills of the Flower Moon, and I wonder if he cares. Like he's going to be he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like I wonder if the, like his agent calls him and goes bad news. And he, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, I don't have cell service on my yacht. What? There's models everywhere. They're blocking. I can't hear. He's like, I don't. I'm. Oh, so I don't have to go to the Oscars. Yeah, I'm fine. I always, I always love it because it's like, well, I was sleeping. I actually forgot that the nominees were coming, and my agent or my PR person called me at 5 a.m. I thought someone died. I know. It's, I was like, hello? It's like, and it's such bullshit, too, because it's like there's hello? like nine award shows leading up to it. And you know damn well. And you're like, and... oh, what? You did it? You were nominated. Yeah. And then my team was at my doorstep with coffee and donuts. and Or when they announce it, and it's like the people in the press are like, whoa! You just hear that. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch the award shows? Are you still like a fan? Um, I skimmed through them this yeah. year. I could skim through because, like, obviously, I was interested in Joe Coy and Chelsea. So, right. like, I I kind of got through it and I looked for the highlights and yeah. And then, but once I have one on, I like I don't really turn away. Like, right. if I if I commit to turning it on, I do kind of watch it. I do like the fashions and all that kind of stuff. I like the holdovers think... too. Paul oh, yeah. Giamatti. That's a really right. good movie. You should watch that one. I'm trying to give you movies that are under two hours at the Eco No, I thought The Holdovers might be a good thing for me to watch with Brandon because he good. goes to an all-boy school. Yeah. So I thought, like, oh, yeah. you might, you might like get it. something out of it. Yeah. yeah. I made him watch Saltburn. Oh, no. Well. Like child abuse. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Because I was like, this is going to be a juicy movie. Everyone's talking yeah. about it. I didn't know what the scenes were. So the first scene was sucking up the cum from the bathtub. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, and that's so that was pretty gross right for him. And then, then the next was you know going down on someone that's that time of the month, okay. Uh huh. And then the third was the grave, fucking the grave. Yeah. Man. And then there was another thing that then he finally just walked out. 
Yeah. And it was only like seven minutes left. And so then I was like, Brandon, it all like concluded. Do you want me to like tell you what happened? You know, you want to come back and watch the end? And he's like, no. And then he guessed the ending. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't that juicy if you figure mm-hmm. had figured it out before. Right. And like, you know, but um, he'll forgive me, whatever. Okay. Well, good. But maybe I'll watch that. Okay. So um, Crystal Hefter. It's yeah. all coming out. The book came out. Mm-hmm. She's looking to change her name. Um, she says the first time that she had sex with Hugh Hefner, it's the it's the classic story now we've heard from everybody. No one's hiding the secret of what it's like. Right. You have to go in a room. He lays there. He gets hard somehow. He turns on the poor, yeah. porn. And then you and the other girls have to hop on with no oh, condom. several girls. Several girls. You have to hop on with no condom and baby oil. And then a lot of people maybe are like uh, for the for the lube, and they she said that's not a good idea, and it gave a lot of girls infections. Yeah, I thought that was so that wasn't really fun. Okay, and then she was like, "Get me out of here!" Then she goes and runs to Phil, um, Doctor Phil's son, Jordan. Okay, and they date for a while, but then she's like, "No, this isn't working for me either." So she goes back, and now she's like, "Well, he's pretty misogynistic," you know. She's like, "He was, you know." Wasn't that nice? Hugh Hefner? Yeah. Are you surprised? And then, um, wait, wait, there were some other, like, kind of interesting things about it. Wait, let me find. She, but, you know, you know, so then she's like, well, then I stayed with, you know, I stayed with him and I just, I, I don't know what she was expecting it to be. I think when you marry someone that old, you're expecting that they won't, wouldn't live as long as they did. Yeah. You know, and that this sex would stop. And she, I guess it really didn't for a long time. She said, um. I was never in love with Hef, but I loved this old man in the ways that you're supposed to love your elders. She said, I ran straight to Jordan and hid from it all, moving in with Jordan. However, it felt overwhelming and intense. Their dynamics started to sour pretty quickly since she went back. Then she said, I, I not only had Lyme disease, but I also had breast plant. Uh, her breast plants were causing her illness. So then that wasn't fun. And she was, and then she also suggested that she might have been exposed to toxic and mold exposure, which totally makes sense. In the house. Because, yeah, that old brown water bed or whatever it was. I mean, there was definitely toxic mold in that house. A lot of oak and, you know, mahogany. Yeah. And like, it seems like nobody ever like got a vacuum going in there. And that that one old lady, remember that old lady who was like his assistant just sitting in a closet all the time? They'd pop in on her. She's like, oh. I'm sorry, Hefner's going to be late for lunch. There were unspoken rules. The number one rule of living in the mansion was um, you always had to adore Hugh. The second was a plastic surgery rule, which she claimed made the women in the house competitive. So who was going to get the best implants? She got a nose job and liposuction. And then he was um, diagnosed with an aggressive E. E. coli infection. But she did hold his hand until the end. Oh, that. Um. But anyway, she said, um, overall, Crystal felt that Hef had never taken a moment in his entire life to figure out how to please someone else. Mm-hmm. So that was real shocking. Guess what? Doesn't go yeah. down on anybody. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. What you, did you expect oh, no. the 91-year-old to yeah. just like really yeah. know how to satisfy a woman? She's like, what? She's like, this the sex- salt burn, lady. Yeah. This, this, like, she's like, oh, yeah. wow. I really would have thought, you know, being that he was such this like man of playboy that he, no, he right. doesn't care about no. satisfying other women. I mean, I was like, please. Get um, the baby oil, sweetheart, and no funny business. I'm just going in for a few minutes and then I'm coming out. <laughs> I think Casablanca's on tonight. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so that was my favorite joke he used to do, and like just what a twenty-two-year-old girl wants <laughs> to sit on an old dusty couch and watch Humphrey Bogart movies. <laughs> now, when did she rant to Doctor Phil's son? She's like, "Get me at like." I mean, in a way, I know I've heard this story a million times. Yes. Every every Playboy Playmate tells their story about it, whatever. Right. And it's just like, well, of course it's all very interesting and you, you can sympathize. But there's also a side of you that's like, but you kind of knew what this was going to be. Like, what you think it was going to be? It's the Playboy Mansion and all that, you know, And then weird. once she got married, I mean, she was probably like, how many years do I even have to wait right. for this to end? You know, soon. Yeah. He's really quite old. But, you know, what they say, a woman who marries for money, works harder, is the hardest job that any woman could ever have. Yeah. Because it is not going to, it's a transactional marriage. It's never going to be on the equal level. You're going to have to agree to everything. You know, even if he's rich, trust me, you're not going to probably have a good out when you're ready to leave. Yeah. And then also it's the power thing. So like if she had tried to leave before to try to be an actress or anything, he still had a lot of power and connections. So he probably would have killed any opportunity she really had. Right. So she's probably just like, you know what, I'm just going to power through. And then it's been a few, quite a few years since she wrote the book. And now she's setting out to change her name was the last thing I saw. Get oh, rid okay. of Hefner. Good. But Kendra Wilkinson said that she was um, got high at a Sublime concert the day that Hugh Hefner died, and she doesn't feel badly. So, good for her. Yeah. Not the way to turn it around. <laughs> yeah, good. Tristan Thompson has been suspended for 25 games for violating NBA's anti-drug program. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, this guy, he just can't stay out of trouble, huh? They said, according to the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers – uh, forward tested positive for banned substances, and it's called ibutamorin. And anyway, they are, you know, I guess they're like steroids. They're I think so. Product yeah. enhancing. So you know, all the 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 stuff writes itself. You know, like he cheated on Chloe. He's cheated with Jordan Woods and with other women, and right. he had another baby with. And her whole family seems to stick by him and think he's the greatest dad ever. And now this thing is pretty bad so when you are suspended since you're you know a dude yeah so you miss 25 games isn't the season over by then uh in the case of the nba no i think there's 80 something games so there's a few there's a lot so then you're suspended for 25 games to make sure that the drugs are out of your body and then they retest you and then if they want you back then they let you back in yes exactly and if he gets i think he tests again he's out for like a whole season like next season if it's the same rules as major league well, so and then won't sure. it be interesting if once they the 25 games are up and they test him and there's nothing in his system what if he just totally sucks well he he probably could yeah. Like without them. A lot of times that's happened. Like they get off the, and they, you know, they just don't have the same career they once had because I guess this stuff works, you know. You see these guys hitting, you know, 100 home runs. Right. And they get off it and they hit 20 home runs. You're it's like, oh, like, and then they're like, oh, but you're, yeah, you're cheating. You know, that's yeah. like the way people feel about Ozempic. You're cheating. Right. Yeah. Cheating what? I know. Cheating wanting to get yeah. into a size 4 gene? Like, what is it your issue? Like, what do you care? That's the kind of way I felt about, like, the steroid year of sports, you know, because they, if they're going to charge, you go to a baseball game now, it's $400 for a good ticket. Right. It used to be 10 So you want to see them all in steroids. Yeah, exactly. So I want to see, <laughs> see 20 home runs. If I want to see ground balls to the, to the pitcher, I'll go watch my daughter play softball. <laughs> 
No, maybe you're right. We yeah. would just go, oh, right. fuck it, everyone. But then there's still going to be the people that then don't have the opportunity to get the drugs or don't want to take the drugs. Right. So you've got to take the drugs off the table. When did the drugs first like become known? Jose Canseco, I think, was the first one okay. to really put it on the map. He's, I you probably remember him. He was uh, this crazy jacked up. Yeah. Um, it was just, I mean, to look at that era, like you watch old. Is um, Jose Canseco the one that hates A Rod? Yes. And because, like, and trolls him on the internet. And like, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because he's the one first person who said, broke down the steroid thing in baseball. And uh, all the other baseball players were like, I mean, there were guys who looked right at the camera because they had to yeah. go to some congressional hearing about it. And they would look right in the camera. I think it was Rafael Palmero was one of them. He looked right in the camera and he's like, I did not do steroids and of course he was like a clinton i did not have sex with that woman completely steroided out for his entire career uh and most of them were anyway that's a boring story no but no but i mean it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) no but i mean i it is it is interesting so um you know we'll see this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, meanwhile, in the Kardashian world, uh, Kanye West had his now legal wife, not legal wife, I don't know, but she was just having to cook in this kitchen that's just nothing fancy. It, no. it looks like, you know, it looks like a, a small house it look, well, like, from, that, had, that redid their kitchen in yeah. like 1995, and she's wearing a black, you know, zip-up dominatrix hoodie boots and and the tiniest one piece. And then um, another one, they he put her in a black dominatrix uh, jacket with these weird sho- shoes. And Chris Frangiola, I noticed you had a funny little comment <laughs> under here. Chris bringing the comedy in the comments. Yeah. He writes, do you live in a one-bedroom in Yucca? Well, if, if you guys knew Yucca here in Hollywood, it's a street. And there's the apartments on that street. This makes so much sense. Like I'm ready any- for like we're ready to see those blinds. Yeah. And there's only like three missing that cover <laughs> exactly. the, the yeah, aluminum the sliders. Yeah. yeah. This looks exact that brown carpet, that kitchen that you saw in the earlier picture. Cream walls with white it's, trim. It's all so one bedroom apartment on Yucca. It really um, is. It's and I, that's why I was that Maybe. was the most shocking thing about the pictures. I find this girl to be very attractive. Very attractive. She's well, a very good-looking person. Everyone's like, why is someone not, you know... Rescuing uh, rescue her. her. I have said it, and I think I'm on the right side of history in my prediction. I think she's completely in on in it. In on it. I yeah. don't think they even fuck. Right. Like the I, other girl. I, I th- yeah. Like uh, Julia Fox yeah. said, they never mm-hmm. boned. And I think she's, like, fine. I think she's getting paid under the table to go along with it. Right. She came from some mafia family, allegedly from uh, Australia. Okay, and I think she's just like 
I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm going to be more famous than anybody. And whatever, if I want to leave in a month, I'm going to walk away with probably a couple million dollars. Uh, I wait. always wonder so, when. So then here did a photo shoot and you invited the paparazzi. Yeah. And so she has some like weird like fur rug on her head and something. And then he is covered playing the piano while she does it, this video with his head. And then here they are wearing raincoats and they're both naked underneath or she's just naked underneath a pair of boots. Uh-huh. And then this is the best one. She wore these pants, these little shorts that had like a little circle. Like a dick and hole. this guy, yeah, Gillette Slays, I follow him on TikTok. He said it's for um you wear these to do a strap on. Oh. And remember when Amber Rose had that great uh Twitter thread where she said he likes me to do butt play with him and everything. Oh. Oh. So I don't wow. I don't know if he wants people to know. I feel like everything yeah. is deliberate. So I don't think that she just threw these on before going out and she used them the night before to like service Kanye. Right. I think everything is deliberate and he doesn't yeah. care. I don't have those in my uh But like look at his like drawer. awful outfit for just going out. He wears like a like a sweat like a, a, a crop top sweatshirt. He looks heavy. He needs the Ozempic, honestly. I mean, I just don't understand when you'd start dating somebody. I don't know how they met. Did they ever say how they she met? She worked or? for him or something. Oh, she was like hired him. Yeah. And then she and he chose her because she looks like Kim. And the other the other thing is, is this his art mm-hmm. of mocking Kim? He found a girl that looks like Kim. Yeah. Like it's it's you know, whatever. Uh what do you call it when people do like um where they're like live art like doing something performance art yes yeah i think this is his version of performance art right and it's to mock kim and her sexuality and you know and how sexy she was he found a girl that's like a a younger more natural pretty very pretty version very similar to kim's face the greatest uh, the greatest uh uh, 15 minutes of my life was years ago my brother uh, my older brother was dating a performance artist in New York City. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what she yeah. called herself, I guess, you know. And my mother trying to explain to my father what a performance artist was. <laughs> my father just couldn't understand it. No, no, she's an artist. She does paintings. No, no, Jean. She's a performance artist. She's a perform. She does performance. Like what type of performance? And then my mother's explaining. She, I don't know, eats dog food or something. <laughs> But she's a bullshit artist. The, uh, the, like that is that is something is that you can't explain movie, to an old white guy. Like so many movies have scenes of people going to an art opening or art exhibit or walking up and looking at something and then a guy hits on you. Yeah. And I'd watch so many movies and then I'm like, I'm going to go to a museum by myself today. And obviously um, I'm going to be, you know, love it. And right. And have someone hit on me and experience after like a little bit, I was like, "All right, yeah, I got it." Like how? Like right. I don't know. I know it is. It can be. I mean, it's a good thing to do, like for yourself and for the kids. But I feel like it's in so many movies, and it's not in real life. I, like how often are are normal people going to like, like art openings? Unless know. you're in that world. I know, but I feel like yeah, there's a couple of good. I miss the days of speaking of that type of yeah. behavior. They're like the uh, '80s or early '90s movies where. The rich people were just 
aghast that a poor person would even enter the same room, as you. <laughs> you know. And they would, you know, they would visibly and audibly just go, "Oh!" Like, and also the soundtrack is always like, doo, 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 like opera, like <laughs> opera one. music. Yeah, yeah, they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Cruise comes into that. In, in cocktail, yeah. I believe he gets into a fight at I, an art exhibit. I will say he was a bartender. Not, what the hell are you doing here? Not to, to toot my own horn, but the white chicks' jokes totally funny, completely held up. Yeah. Oh, completely really? Still? Uh, That's good. Really funny and totally held up. I mean, yes, you're watching a ridiculous fun movie, but right. there were some really funny jokes that I forgot about that were in there. That's good. But um, yeah, I agree that that's so true. Okay, so. Uh, Travis, Kelsey, he did mm-hmm. the little heart thing. Yeah. They're definitely together. The brother um, took off his shirt and then he helped yeah. this little girl say, like, I guess the little girl was a a a uh, Taylor fan. Yeah. But so she was behind their rich person booth. But right. she looked, seemed like she had pretty good seats too. So then he went down and lifted her up so that she could, like, wave to Taylor. But mm-hmm. Taylor didn't come down. and He didn't let the little girl go in. Right. And then, of course, people criticized that. It was like, I wouldn't let a grown man pick up my daughter. And other people are like, what? oh, God, oh, leave geez. it alone, you weirdo. This is a nice moment, you fucking weirdo. They're like, he's a dad of Just three enjoy kids. Like, you something. Try- enjoy God. something, you fucking maniacs. But, you know, he had fun. And, uh, you know, this is all for podcast listens, obviously. Their show is killing oh, it. A, yeah. Yeah, the Kelsey brothers. Um, but I was going to say, and then she had this guy got arrested in front of her apartment, the stalker. stalker. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been loitering around the front of her apartment. And not that I don't want to take anything from her. Right. But do you know how many women have strange people loitering in front of their apartments these days yeah. and the police will never come right. or care? Yeah. I mean, uh, we all have lo- people yeah. loitering that we are can. saying we, weird shit in yeah. front of our apartments. We can't. We can't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, well, I don't live in an apartment, yeah, but yeah. I mean, they're so, they're, you know, it's like, what are you supposed to do? I'm like, wow, they really went. Like, good for good for them for arresting him. And I definitely think he's a threat. But, like, be nice if other people could get that kind of response. Right. Okay, this story is crazy. So this man. Also Kansas City Chiefs related. So, because they were watching the game. So three yeah, they were these fans, yeah. these um, four guys were watching. They went over to this one guy's house mm-hmm. and they watched the the game. Now there was a fifth man who said, "I left," and they by that time they were watching like Jeopardy. The game had ended, and I left. Something strikes me is that none of these guys are good at Jeopardy. <laughs> now, this, was, is, this isn't a probably, funny story per se. Every. Um, so anyway, the -hmm. three guys that were left at the one guy's house, nobody, they, nobody hears from them. And they're like, well, wait, they went to this guy's house. They, they text him. They try to message him on Facebook. No one gets a hold of him. They watch the game on Sunday. Not until Tuesday did the owner of the house respond. And finally they came to the house. People came to the house and they're like, where are they? And he they realized that they were all three dead in the fro and like in the frozen, frozen snow and frozen on his back porch. Right. So we, you know, it always takes a while to find out like what is in their system, what happened. He said, now his attorney is saying the owner of the house was sleeping on his couch for two days. Yeah. He didn't wake up till Tuesday. 
Yeah. If that is the case, then they're either going to find some weird drugs in these people's It sounds bodies. exactly like, you know, I mean, I've heard these stories before. It sounds like, uh, you know, what is, the, what is that drug that's in all the cocaine? Fentanyl. Yeah, fentanyl. It sounds very fentanyl-y. Like they just tried something yeah. for fun. Right. And then they went outside to like have a cigarette or something and then mm-hmm. just all just like dropped dead. And the other guy was already passed out and he lived. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then, well, who knows where they got the drugs from? You know, that's always something that they talk about. Will we prosecute drug dealers that or people or or they're trying in certain cities to prosecute people who just give you a drug that might have the fentanyl if you right. die? I yeah. could be then in, 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 you know, right. involved in your death. So. I don't know, but um, obviously this guy, they're going to talk more to the guy who owns the house. And I think that's a pretty good defense is that I was asleep for two days. They ought, I mean, You think that's a good defense? I do think that's a good defense because I think it's going to turn out that we all did a drug. Right. And I passed out and they went outside and I, like, I don't, the, what's the, the alternative that I killed all three of my friends and locked the door right. and let them freeze while I made pancakes? I feel like I there's other ways out of the backyard. Like, like if the door was locked, they're like, well, just go to the gate. Like, no, like I, the, right. they must have died of something else. They didn't That's die what I'm of saying. freezing I think they definitely died of a drug overdose something. Right. They, yeah. And they were happened to be outside high or talking or whatever. And yeah. then just it all hit them at the same time. And he probably should have died too, but he woke up two days later. Yeah. I don't know. Very weird. Um, okay. Sophia Vergara now says that she and Joe, her husband, are they did get divorced because he wanted kids. And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, heading into menopause. I think she's 50 or close to it. Oh, she's 51. He's 47. And um, she has a son that she had at like 19. And right. she's like, I'm down to just be a grandma. Maybe in a few years he'll be a grandma. But like, no, I don't want this. And I thought it was the chihuahua. I don't think that helped. Right. He had a little chihuahua that was not into her at oh. all. Oh, I didn't and know. And then he brought around everywhere. Hmm. Um, he now has a new girlfriend who's like 33. Saw that. And um, I just feel like I think this sometimes can happen. But I think whether you're the man or the woman in the situation – how is this not like decided and agreed upon that you're going to have kids or you're not, or you're going to try and you're not? I think, I think he lied and I think he told her like, no, I'm totally good. Right. And then they started having marital problems. And then he was like, you know what? I gave up everything for you. Like, I'm never going to be a dad. And then she's like, oh, fuck you. You know, go be a dad then. You know, like, you know, after what she's been through with the ex-husband who hijacked their eggs, those twin eggs. Do you know about that? Those twin embryos. So she had an ex-husband. Okay. And they had made embryos together. Yeah. And they had agreed that, you know, if they didn't stay together or whatever, then the embryos would be destroyed. They break up. He's not a winner. He's nowhere near like her success. Yeah. She's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he is like, no, I I would like to have these two embryos uh, put into a surrogate and raise them. And she's like, no, I, we decided I, no, I don't want, it went on for years and he got like all the religious people backing him. Like these are two embryos that deserve to live because they're essentially a life. And in the end, um, she won to get possession of them again, to either donate them, destroy it, whatever she wants. And, but it was a good lesson for people to learn not to make embryos with somebody that you're not 100% sure you want to be I've with. I've always said that. I've, 
<laughs> that is a rule I live by. Everybody no, knows. No, but this it. is what's why I'm like, girls, yeah. have the babies on your own. Yeah. Like, just get a donor sperm or, or whatever. And then, hey, if the guy comes along, great. And then when he's gone, he can't decide if your kid gets to play soccer or not. You're in charge. Anyway. So Manjula Niello lands on his feet. He's got a new girl. He's hosting he's a, a new- game. He's hosting a game show. I saw he's the host of. Uh, deal or no deal on an island. Yes. Oh. I feel like that's what you got to do with reality shows now. Just you put gotta, it on an just island. Just put it on an island. Yeah. So take, we got to get put, cute, put him in a bathing people. suit. Yeah. Yeah. And get him on an island. So it's deal or no deal on an island, and he's the host. Really? Yeah. It's called uh, deal or no deal on with, an island. With like the, with the Meghan Markle stuff? I don't stuff? think there's suitcases. It, there's money hidden somewhere in the jungle, and you got to find it. Meghan Markle and Harry. Um, just went to Jamaica. Is that right? To do the red carpet for the One Love, the uh, Bob oh, the, Marley the Bob movie. Bob Marley movie. That one, like, I'll go see. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that I one. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. I like really? the music. Why not? Okay. Kind of light see and it. fun. Yeah. Go to a fancy movie theater. Yeah. Have, like, a Mai Tai. <laughs> Nobody fucking the dirt. You're like, all right, we don't need to. Let's just a couple anyway, songs. Get us um, out of here. They're in Jamaica, and I just, I'm like, I know that they hopped on someone's private jet for free. I Absolutely just know it. they What do you think they flew? Uh, Spirit? No, but I just yeah. wonder, like, who... Yeah, like who still wants to like have them be the, oh, the couple? Oh, anybody would oh, take well, that. I, I've heard some people have gotten tired of like them mooching them, but anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. So then she um, is now facing a lawsuit for the for the the family members of the role that she's playing. So she's playing this yes. this female drug lord that comes out today <clears throat> Thursday on Netflix. Right on Netflix, yeah. a limited series, and trying to change her look and everything. I'm very excited. I think it'll be really good. And the um, the relatives are saying, well, when we we talked to Netflix about this and we told them stories off the record that we said, oh, we don't want this being portrayed in the, in the series. And now it is. So we're suing. I'm oh. like, good fucking luck. Anyway, she's not worried. She was dancing in Miami with her girlfriends. <laughs> child, not, not childless because yeah. she has a child, but no babies in sight doing killer movies and things she she's wants ha- to do. I mean, she's on top of the world. Yeah, right? please have yeah. some fun. Um Okay, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, they get their podcast. It, it, this is not number one. This is getting press every single episode. Ha, what ha, is going how? on? Have, Who, you, have you listened to any of no. it? No. Oh, I have. It is, man, it is so boring. It's so boring. Like, Congratulations to you who does an interesting podcast and myself who do. Thank you. It's not easy. It's not easy. And I think people like this learn that. After four episodes, they're like, we're out of things to talk about. And as you can see, this is what's happening. Well, she's getting bitter. Yeah, of course. According to this, she's getting a little bitter because she's like, they started to bicker and they had to start to have like some awkward moments. These are the things that they've revealed on it. One that they were like functioning alcoholics after they were fired. Right. And they would go for a run and start drinking at 10, and he was having 18 drinks a day. The other one is they like to have shower sex. Okay. Great. The other one is um, that uh, when they get in a fight, he basically does like the silent treatment and just goes away and like ignores her for three days or whatever, which is super annoying. And now she's like, "Um, if this doesn't work out between us, like – I feel like it's got to work out between us because we've given up everything. And actually, I miss, I'm kind of pissed at you because I'm, I don't want to do this fucking podcast with you anymore. Now she realizes it's not that easy. Right. It's not that fun. And she'd much rather walk into a studio with people 
fluffing her hair and the whole world seeing her and being done at 10 and not producing her own shit and figuring out what we're going to say and arguing with this fucker. Right. You know, and so, yeah. So it's, yeah, welcome. Welcome to podcasting I mean, don't podcasting not, with your to, spouse. not to be this guy, be but this don't guy. we all kind of want to see this one break up? I mean, in a way. Well, I mean, there's, I'm the first. Because they're a little much. But there's the, I'm the first to admit that, you know, when I see that someone undeservingly gets a podcast and has articles written about them every day, right. when I think I've maybe been in the press maybe 10 times over a thousand episodes, yeah. like, and because I don't have a PR person, like, you know, funneling it through or right. calling Harvey Lund. So I'm kind of like, yeah, well, I won't be sad if this fails. Like, please. Yeah. we, Like, there's people that do this for a real job that, and we, we didn't have this, oh, I'll just do a podcast after I got fired for like being married and screwing some guy that yeah. also was married. So who knows? Um, this couple was on a flight. Yeah. And they demanded that their child... They had two free first class tickets in one economy. Right. The economy was in the child's name. And then they were like, well, we need a, another first class for the child because the child can't sit by themselves. And of course, anybody would be like, uh, one of you can sit with the child up front and the other parent has got to go back there. Like mm-hmm. someone's got to sacrifice. But they, I think they thought that that would be their little trickery. Like who's going to put a little toddler by themselves? And yeah. they're like, well, one of And the whole flight, they had to, um, everyone had to get off, and do you imagine? Oh, I mean that. I feel like there's a lot of there's new a, lo- stories I have a going lot of play. This other one, they said this guy looked out the window and saw that this flight um, was missing all these bolts on the wings. Yeah. So then they called and they said, "Okay, we'll fix it," but like we probably would have been fine. So thanks for being such a narc and ruining our flight. I'm going to say this about the door that flew off the Alaska Airlines yes, and things like do. this. Let's okay. Okay, that was crazy, and it was nobody got hurt. One kid lost a T-shirt. That's what I've heard. <laughs> and uh, other than that, it was. But let's give some 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 credit to the mechanics or whoever keeps these planes running because it's shocking that that incident ha- uh, is the only one that has happened in forever. And these there are planes every millions of flights right. every day, millions of planes. And they nothing really happens ever, and that's what we should be focusing on. The Not the odds. one door that came off, yeah. but the, all the doors that stay on. How's right. that? How's <laughs> that? Thank you very much, everyone. That's can Delta Airlines. You know, wasn't it that those two seats where the door blew off, they were never sold, or that uh, yeah, no one ever there, sat in it? There, there, nobody sat in it. Yeah, there was one kid like. But don't you think Close. that is like weird, either divine intervention or human intervention? Like, how is that? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they could. Yeah, who knows? But I, it's just, I thought, I watched the video of it, and I thought everybody was being really a little too calm. Like, there was one guy just sitting there, and his hair's, like, blowing, and the window, and the door's off. So the door just fell off, like, mid-flight. I guess it, was, it wasn't supposed to be a door to begin with. They put these doors on these, that, that type of plane. Oh. Um, and it wasn't actually a door. It wasn't a functional door from what I'd heard. Um, but it's, yeah. Because I'm always, if I can't afford the first class, I do the exit row. Right. Which always stresses me out because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to, 
you got to help. I'm going to know how to do this and yeah. open the door. Like I'm, we're definitely going to burn right. if it's up to me. Like, yeah. and then if I if I do get out there, I'm not going to be like the last one to go with the captain. I'm going to go down the slide first. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. just and then just act like I didn't realize right. it. I would imagine you're the type to crawl over children to get out. <laughs> I got I got shit to do. I got a I got a 9:30 show. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know. So um. Uh, this guy, Nick Cannon, um, was saying that he he said to the New York, there's this rapper who got five women pregnant at the same time. And yeah. now Nick Cannon's like, oh, rest up and go to therapy. And these girls are all excited yeah. on TikTok that they're all going to have their babies together. And um, I, mean, what, what, I mean, what are these girls thinking? I guess they just don't care. Some people just want I, to I just think they just think I can make money on TikTok and I don't need to really worry about it. Just... I was just in Las Vegas for a week. I was in yeah. uh, seven days. I was in Las Vegas performing. And there's a lot of kids in the casinos. Um, but like re- little kids, like two, yeah. one, two, at midnight but they can't 11 be in the p.m in the place where you're playing they right? can't touch the, no i don't think they can go on like the carpets they have to stay on what the path that leads to wherever i don't know that makes me so uncomfortable that you could like be distracted yeah and then like some creep takes your kid does i mean i don't know if there's any of that going on but it was it was a lot of uh a lot of kids in the casino at, at midnight i at remember when it first became that they were like like it was like 25 years ago where all of a sudden they're like because there was like the vegas time like the casino time okay that everybody yeah. like was glamorous and it was like this fabulous place to go then it like blew like in the 90s then it was like this is becoming too kid friendly yeah remember they went they they like that's that was the angle they yeah. went kid friendly yeah and now it's just like i don't know there's just so many choice did you go by the fountain blue no because it's apparently dead like there's nobody there they've just fired their third ceo in like a month oh really yeah. you can't even go to like the fancy restaurants no or anything? i mean there's nothing going on there i went over in that area and it was oh. yeah so anyway it's this interesting story what's happening to the fountain blue so and then this guy is the biological father of 97 kids okay. he's now pushing for um, sperm to be i guess not <laughs> overly used you can buy the sperm you can buy the whole lot which is what i would suggest any girl to do what do you mean the whole lot like if you go to a sperm bank and you i choose to just lick it out of a drain (laughs) (laughs) that's how i get my sperm um no like if you go to a sperm donor and you pick out this guy and he's cute and you know and everybody wants the guy that's like of a certain oh, height. You don't want him to be. You a... want him to be like, like a med. You want him to be good at everything. So yeah. you want like the medical student who also plays guitar, but also was like on the on like you know the tennis team or the baseball team or something. Right. And you know has and then you only can like look at their baby pictures, and then you're like, yeah, I want that. But for an extra amount, which some people can't afford, you can say, I'm going to buy all of his sperm. So he can't have other so kids. So other people can't buy oh, it. And then they can't. So that I think that's going to be more what's going to happen now because now he's like meeting with all these kids and, you know. So this guy, I mean, that was like his business? He just went and... Yeah, he's probably, he was an engineer and, you know, and, and so he was smart and it was, you know, easy, easy money. And I yeah. guess, I, I guess, you know, and just like a premium egg, he probably was a premium sperm donor and made a yeah. lot of money all right. whacking off. But then there's all these, 
you know, yeah. kids running around. Now, Chris, uh-huh. get ready for the end of the world. Oh, no. Here Ancient we go. zombie viruses are trapped in the Arctic ice. Yeah. And they could unleash a deadly new pandemic. It's a tangible threat. Yeah. Zombie. I don't really understand the science thing, but I guess it's like as the snow melts, mm-hmm. there could be something down in the earth that could like come up and be like really fucking gross and take us down. Right. Yeah. I I mean, isn't this like the uh, plot of like, the, <laughs> the, you know, the creature from the Black Lagoon or things like that? Yeah. Yes, I like yeah. like there's there's this, and then the next thing I saw was spring of 2024, maybe buzzing with an explosion of more than one trillion. How do you say cicadas? This? Cicadas. Yeah, the first time they're gonna hit in two two hundred twenty one years. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, but what happened? Remember when there was all like those birds that showed up, or all those just dead fell birds? Out of the sky. Yeah, they just yeah. fell out of the sky. There's all that weird shit. There's mm-hmm. aliens, and yeah. then. I'm still like, wait, you know what we haven't heard about this week? The list. The Epstein list. Where oh. are they? Where are they? We still don't know? No, I think it came out. It just wasn't that exciting. It was like people we all heard heard before. Oh, is that it? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, as far as I know, I don't know. Any, you know, what I had read was Bill Clinton and, you know, Prince Andrew and David Copperfield. And we're you like, know? yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, we heard that. Um, I know. I feel like it was like, su- like such not like a, a juicy scoop. I think that's what happened. It wasn't as juicy as everyone was hoping it was going to be. Ooh. Well, there's just no, but there's still, I think that's, the, yeah, like where is the evidence? Or if they really did collect all that stuff and they have all these videos and stuff, it takes someone to be like, yeah, okay, let's share it. And right. whoever that person is, is getting paid to say, oh, right. we, we misplaced it. It's in yeah. the storage units on the Palm, whatever. See, the- for some reason to, to me, the Jeffrey Epstein story just doesn't do it for me because I'm like, what? old men are perverts like yeah that doesn't surprise me at all like none of this like especially the people that are talking about i'm like yeah well we all knew that about like a bill clinton yeah, type i can or see that some of yeah. these people like if i saw something like even the david copperfield one i we all kind of knew he was a little pervy well, and, That's I, been and out i also there just before. think like i remember i did like a follow-up on it and it was like my worst episode and i thought yeah. like everybody would want to know about this and i'm like i guess just like anything, they just get over it. It's yeah. like Kim Kardashian is now the face of Balenciaga, and everybody's right. like, so what? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And it's like, yeah, everyone gets over everything. That's why Because I think like... people have shit to do, you know? And, you know, people have, like, they gotta... Well, I also think it's like, honestly, in the scheme of things, you know, this, like, right. the internet world that comes together that's not ma- the mainstream media that really tries to get, like, people upset and everything, it's still such a small percentage. Right. That like writes in and demands that somebody be canceled for saying something or, you know, oh, my gosh, look at this. And I was very into the Balenciaga thing. I thought it was really I couldn't believe it. Now I look back and I'm like, was that a plan by Balenciaga this whole time to get people to come just to to get us talking? Was it all set up? Because there were no children that were really abused. Right. There were it was just a weird situation they put them in and then they had that yeah. the papers on the the ads and i'm like and then everyone just didn't say anything about it now it's everyone went to the balenciaga fashion show and everyone's just like i'm fine with it <laughs> you know what i mean I, a, I don't like I I, i've seen the, i don't like the sneakers the bob too big of a bottom on it i don't have a big old sole on the balenciaga sneaker i'm, uh, all, I'm not a fan all of the stuff i just feel like i finally you know could afford you know, some labely nice things. Sure. And I'm so incredibly turned off 
by like the robberies and the counterfeit and right. the and this. Yeah. And like people that are just wearing a big shirt, they're just like Gucci. Like I'm like, I don't want any of it. Like I just feel like So what do you go with? I What's just go look? with normal clothes. I just go like I'll buy like a nice Vince blouse or like a fitted black blazer that's like, you yeah. know, All not right. a labely thing. Like I don't know. I just I'm not, you know, I can still afford like a nicer product, but like I just, I don't know, it kind of bumps me out because I'm like, I was just getting kind of excited about it. And sometimes I'll see something nice and I'm just like, yeah, I'm well, turned off. Okay. Um, I got a, uh, uh, I was in, once again, in Vegas for seven days and you still have to lose your mind a little bit if you spend that amount of time in a casino because you don't really go outside. Yeah. And- you know, there's the real nice shops in Vegas. Right. And then there's just like these, I don't know, kind of just shops. Yeah. Where they got like button-up shirts with like dragons. Still that look. You know what I mean? The Kind of an Ed Hardy almost. Right, That's still right. going. Affliction, yeah. whatever that was. That's still out there for some, I guess. But then there's a, I saw a hat, like a, you know, what do they call that hat? A, a, like a bucket a, hat? No, like a pork pie or Pork, pork pie, something. You know what I mean? Like not a bucket hat, not a bucket hat, like a fedora. Pork okay. Pork, pork, I think it's. Who anyway, calls I'm, it a pork pie? I think that's what it's called. I think that's the type for a of fedora hat. hat. Yeah, but it's not a. It like folds up in the front and around the sides. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like a cowboy hat. No. All right. All right. Ever like Fine. a derby. <laughs> anyway, boy. Like oh, by day, but like okay. Thursday. Okay. I kept walking past it every day because I had to walk the same route to the comedy club. Yeah. And how like, much was it? I don't know, maybe I'd be this guy finally. I'm like, because I think I could. I'm getting older. I, people tell me to wear hats in the sun. I'm like this, but I can't. Baseball hats are not accepted everywhere. You know, right. I don't look like that guy. Yeah. So I got this, and now, it, but that is a type of person. You know what I mean? This yes. is. A, I'd have to change my whole lifestyle. To wear this hat. And I brought it home and my wife said, get that fucking thing out of this house. Wait, I need to see it. Do you have a photo of it? I don't. I don't. I was going to bring it today to show you just yeah. for fun. And I forgot. So. It is kind, kind of, of interesting when you're like, am I going to be that person? That's what you, there are certain looks yeah. that you, you now the whole, your whole life has to be around that look. You right. know, like those Betty Page, Rockabilly guys, you know, that yeah. look. You got to drive now. You got to drive a 1956 car. Like the whole look is, is encompassing. Yeah, you got to do the whole show. Yeah, put on the whole show. You know, right? Or you're gonna be that person that buys like the old rock and roll. Sometimes I do see like, like I I did get like a cute kiss T-shirt just because it was pink and cute. It looked mm-hmm. really cute. Right. And I mean, I grew. Uh, I was my brother made my Shannon and I be kissed for one Halloween. Mm-hmm. I was the drummer and she was the cat. Um, uh, the drummer is the no, cat? no. I was the yeah. drummer cat and she was Angel, the star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then he made us Paul like, Stanley. Then yeah. he like made us like the cardboard right things, put foil on our shoes. It was nice. so cute. And um, and I've gone to a Kiss concert and all that stuff. And so I'm like, all right, I feel like I can buy this shirt. Yeah. But like I, I worry about that too. Like sometimes I see, I like that, I like the look of it because it's like that look of like an old fashioned rocker shirt that's like a little bit frayed at the top and it's a little bit fitted, but then yeah. you wear it with like a cool blazer and jeans and it's like hot look. You're hip, but you're not trying to be too young or kind of still covered up. But then I'm like, like I feel People like I quiz would, you on the band. Yes, yeah. I feel like I'm so scared to be quizzed because I don't want to be that girl that's like. 
Yeah. Acting like I'm into this band now. Like Chelsea Handler. Yeah, yeah. 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 She was, I saw her wearing a Bauhaus shirt once, and I'm like, this, she didn't even know who Bauhaus, she's never heard a Bauhaus song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's There all, is the certain look. The, yeah, it's, it's, you know how I've, I had predicted that vaginas would be like the new thing just because everyone's getting so naked? Right. And I just saw an ad for Kate Hudson's um Fabletics. Okay. I don't know if she's still part of it. Maybe she's not. And they're, you know, like the the stretch pants everyone wears all the time. Right. With just big holes cut out on either side of their hips. Oh. And you're supposed to go out like that. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Kind of like like, uh, Kanye's girlfriend with the hole right now. Yes. I just think like everyone's just like naked now. Um, Well, once again, going back to Vegas, and this is a story I wanted to discuss with you. Uh, nobody's drinking anymore. And that, I don't know if you've seen this, this is the trend. Mocktails everywhere. Nobody's drinking. Even McKenzie says that people aren't drinking, my daughter, drinking like they used to. And the bars are having to come up with like trivia nights and stuff. Everything. Just to get people in there. And mocktails are are like- bars are closing at like 12 instead of two. Everybody's closing at 12. There's no late night. Late night's gone. Okay. So the- just like going to the bar, whatever. Yeah. The days of, you know, kind of like that show you're watching. Like though that era. Yes. Uh, is, seems to be over, which is fine. I mean, I'll step aside. But I don't know what's replacing it. Is it holes in your pants? Uh, because now mocktails are it's like vagina, a, It's vagina cleavage. Is that whatever? It's so the part of your, it's your vagina meets your thigh. You're supposed to show that off now. Really? I like, I mean, I'll, I'll, at least it's something. You know, where it's not, because I feel yeah. like right now it's giant pants, mocktails, and it's like, all right, how do you, where's the fun? So with the mocktails, you mean they're they're going to the bar, but they're not getting alcohol? But is, it, yes. is that because we're in dry January or whatever that no, is? No, I mean, I think it's beyond that. But it, literally, there are now bars in New York City that are mocktail bars. They don't have liquor. And yeah, oh, quite so a few then of they them. don't even have to have a liquor license. No, they so can then just that make... saves them money, right? And mocktail, I mean, it's like juice, you know. It's just like... Well, I know that that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, well, you're still paying like twelve dollars yeah, for cranberry juice. I yeah. mean, I'd rather get like a pressed juice, right? And also, that's still like a lot of calories if you're going to have that juice. I tell you what else I did. What? Speaking of drinking, because yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I'm not a crazy drinker, but yeah. I, I didn't want to give it up. Once again, you're in Las Vegas for a long time. Uh, you pass these uh, places that call Fat Tuesdays. You've right, seen them yes. all over. They got them in all casinos. What on are the strip. they? Fat Tuesdays. Fat Tuesdays is a place where they just have a line of daiquiris. Oh yeah, and you get the yeah. long drink, and you just drink it up and down the thing. <laughs> and you yeah. can buy probably depend- like a thousand calories. Going oh, oh, who? But who yeah. cares? Yeah, you got. I got three feet of daiquiri here, bitch. Now let's have some fun. <laughs> it's like the size of your leg. So you could literally yeah. buy. One foot, two foot, three foot, you know, yeah. and then get picked from like ten different flavors, and they just oh, I want a barf and then right a big, now. Big uh, straw, and you just walk down the strip, you know. And I did it. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm losing my mind. It's Thursday. And I've been did here for you five- get a real buzz? Because I feel like there's there's probably not that much alcohol. I in it. did because I you did know you get a brain that brain brain freeze. get a little brain freeze. Oh my god! But three feet of daiquiri, I finished. Three- what flavor did you? <laughs> I got get? like a coconutty one. It was nice, like a pina colada. You know, well, of course it is. It's like ten thousand calories. And then and I like got delicious. The, guy, the guy's like, uh, and with that one, with the three footer, you know, you get, you get a refill. Free refill. Like, I think I'm good with just. I don't need six feet of. <laughs> but I mean, 
And then I see, you see people taking them home. You see them in the airport. You know, they got them in their luggage. I'm like, how are you going to use it again? <laughs> Honey, Last- where's my three-foot daiquiri glass? The company's here. And also, I feel like, okay, we went to a restaurant last night to celebrate Brenda's birthday. Yeah. And we had some parents there, you know. And um, and so the waitress comes, and she was really nice, but she was young. And so our friend is like, I'll have, a, you know, this kind of tequila on, you know, make it like a Cadillac, whatever, margarita. Right. And comes back, and it's, like, completely wrong. Uh-huh. And so he's like... I'm so sorry, but like, no, I mean, I'm not, I don't drink that much. Like, this is what I want. I want the top shelf tequila. Right. I want the da da da. And then Peter orders like a Cadillac margarita and, and a mojito comes. And then, like, so at a certain point, I'm like, I also think that the wait, the wait staff that they can get now, like, really don't know that, what's not at all. up. And so at a I certain know. point, I'm like, I think you guys both need to get up and talk to the actual man Absolutely. who's like making the drinks yeah. because, like, this just isn't going to work out. And it's true. It's like, you don't want to be a dick, but you're like, yeah. I want what I want. Like, right. I don't, if I'm going to have the calories and the buzz, I'm trying to be good. Yeah. But no, there's a whole campaign going on, um, a smear campaign oh. against alcohol. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that it's, they, just... it's like just does absolutely nothing for you. And like, um, there's nothing good about it. There's no upside. This woman, she was on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And her students surprised her with, you know, because she was like, she was a, a high school teacher, and they gave her a big thing, Good Morning America, just a few years ago, oh, right like before the pandemic. The or something? Yeah. No, because whatever her thing was was being dismissed, like whatever art yeah. or something. Well, then everybody goes on uh, COVID and, like, Zoom, and that is where then she meets this boy that's a senior in high school, and she's married and was, like, 35 or something, and... Um, you know, and then started having sex with him. Oh. And, hmm. but I guess it was after, uh, you know, that was one good thing during the Zoom years. Yeah, you, you couldn't have sex You couldn't have students. sex with your students. <laughs> so, you know, the minute the Zoom ended, lining. The, the minute the Zoom yeah. ending ended now, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Like she made, made sure they were all vaccinated and then she, like, had sex with him 30 times. But I mean... Good morning, America. Like all these teachers, it's just like insane. It's insanity. What? Tell me what is going on in your life. Where, what shows are you going to be at next? Uh, where I'm going to be now? I'm going to be this this weekend. This weekend, Friday and Saturday. Where? I'm at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. You love Fort that place. Wor- I don't. I go there a lot. I love it. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas, Hyenas. Yes. They used to put you in the hotel that John F. Kennedy spent his final night in. Yeah. That was always pretty exciting. Now they put you in a different hotel, but it was always pretty exciting to see the last, you know, and then he right. drove to Dallas from there, and that's where it all ended. You ever okay. go see Dealey Plaza, where it all went down? Speaking of John F. Kennedy, so Robert F. Kennedy, what do we think? That he's going to run for, pre- he's running for president. Is Cheryl Hines going to be the first lady? No, no chance of that. But I mean, I feel he's getting some. There is some. Uh, I'm really sad. I lost touch with Cheryl Hines. Yeah, why? Because she could be the first yeah. lady. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that uh, he has some interesting whatever. Okay, and, so go back to your dates. So you're going to be at Hyenas this weekend. 
Hyenas in Fort Worth this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. then where do we go? Uh, oh my God. Then you I did go to make f- a cute little poster. You should have sent it to me. I didn't make it. I had somebody make it for me. But I nice. can't do that. But they did a nice job. Um, yeah. And then I go to Co- Louisville Comedy Club. I haven't been to Louisville in forever. Okay. Brand new comedy club in Louisville. Louisville Comedy Club. That's Thursday night, February 8th. On to Comedy Off Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky, the 9th and 10th of February. Then on to uh, Punchline in Philadelphia. That's always fun. And, oh, always. Oxnard Improv right up the Close. street here. DC Improv. On. Oh, I got a ton. Frangiola.fun has all the yes. dates. Frangiola.fun. Podcast is called Cover to Cover. Go listen to that. Follow and him on Instagram. He does Instagram, funny stuff and then all the dates are there. And everything else. Yes. Yeah. So good for you, Chris. Thank you so How's much. How's everything going with you? Oh, oh, we're just getting started. <laughs> We're going to go to lunch and we'll oh, tell you. Okay. We'll go. We Everything's great. Yeah. Like I said, like it's about, you know, family. Mm-hmm. Family. Family is you good. You and me both. I mean, that's it's it. Good. You know? It's all good. Yeah. Who cares about all this other dumb shit? You know, the in, the end, in the end, the, the cicadas are coming. Like, get out of here. Just take your family close and let the cicadas eat everyone else. Yeah. You know? Right. What are you People or become are friends with Lauren Sanchez. Oh, I'd like geez. to be friends with her. She's not answering my DMs, she's and neither the, is Cheryl. Hines. Did you know her, Lauren Sanchez? She's got big. I, I met her once. Once you know, I met her through the through the time. It is funny because she, she was like, like a Jillian local. Barbary. She yeah, was like a local person yeah. here. It is funny to see the two of them like running around. At you know, they are of a certain age, and they're Good like for them. running around, big boobs on her and stuff, and. And they're he's, on all the HG all or whatever up. it's yeah. called. Yeah, you, like they'll live till they they'll look like that. It's eighty. Everybody's crazy. Yeah. E- that's what I say. Everybody's insane. And I watch these award shows, and I watch him. Yeah. And, like you could be rich and whatever, you're still fucking insane. Amazing. The award shows. These people get up on stage. Like, has this guy ever spoken in front of people before? I mean, bunch of idiots. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. Love you, Chris. Bye. <laughs>